my parents moved here from Mississippi in like middle mid eighties. Very rambunctious, a lot of good energy. They played music. My dad played the guitar. My mom is a drummer. So they were in a band in the nineties. They also loved dirt biking. So I feel like it was just a very young, carefree childhood, but a lot of love and nurturing and support as well. I think it was a great balance. Remember as kids, uh, you know, you always talk about who has the cool parents. And I feel like I oftentimes had the cool parents. My dad was very supportive, you know, go with the flow. I remember when I found out I was pregnant, he was the first person I told and he was like, sweetie, you know, it's going to work out. And I'm like, gosh, I need to hear that. Just really, really, really good guy. In 2019, I started working at Fairbanks Native Association, and I remember during my interview, they asked if I had any experience with substance use, and I let them know I didn't have any personal experience, but my parents had their moments, mainly with alcohol and never opioids, so really a new topic for me. But I got the job, and so for the next three years, I worked in these opioid-related grants, doing recovery support, education and awareness, and then there was the clinical services being provided for clients who had opiate use disorder. So I really kind of grew to, in a weird way, love the work. Like, I felt very connected to it, and I didn't know why, but also very, like, passionate about it. And so while working there last year in February is when my own dad died from a fentanyl poisoning. Apparently he had been using meth for the last couple years. After I got down to Missouri where he was living to clean out his house, his friends had told me that he had started to use meth as a tool. You know, it got him up during the day. He went to work every day. He never missed work. It just kind of became part of his routine until it was too late, of course. My dad's friend showed me some text messages a week prior to him passing saying something like, you know, I got to get off this stuff. It's it's killing me, basically. It's not good for me. And then had made a remark about the person he was getting his meth from, that there was a kind of word on the street that he had started to put fentanyl in it. And of course, from the work that I was doing, we know that fentanyl is cheaper and stronger. So for me, it was trying to connect these two parts of my life. So like, I work in this field as, you know, someone of support, And then my dad passing in that way, it was very eye-opening because I was living the stigma that I teach about. When I got back to work, you know, people kind of asking about my dad's passing, and I was too scared to tell him how he passed. And I just felt like a contradiction, you know, of like, this is what I'm doing for a living, but I can't tell people how my dad passed. I'm working on the forgiveness part, not there yet. We always talk about grief and how it's so different for everyone and how it's not linear and the anger part definitely still sits with me just because he's missing out I'm missing out my son is missing out and that's the thing with addiction right like we always think that they pick the drug over us and it's not even that and I know that the other day my friends were talking about like (laughs) which drummer was better in which band and you know before I'd be like dad you know so-and-so thinks this drummer's better than who who's better or like the other day, my boyfriend was like, okay, what song is this? It was like some Leonard Skinner song. And I was like, oh my gosh, my dad would be so upset with me if I didn't know the name of this song. I miss him.